0: Shovel
1: Kill.
2: Five, four, three, two, one. Player one ready. Go.
3: Welcome to Player One on Sin. We have a Fantastic night coming up for you with heaps of fantastic news and another fantastic cast joining me tonight. Tonight I am joined by Max, Dem and Tom and we're going to go through some of the best and most amazing news there are there is even in the video game space and I'm so excited because I have to tell you about all of our socials and where you can find us. So you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at player1sin you can also find us on YouTube at Player 1 and Player 1 on Omni Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify and don't don't forget even to check that TikTok because we are there and we do put up some pretty funny content. So you might want to check that out if you feel like a laugh. And as well if you are looking for some cool stuff to watch, there has been some recently very cool stuff going on our podcast feed. We have the first 6 episodes of this season on there as well as Connor's Connor's Tetris Effect review and a Popeye on Switch review if you want to enjoy Popeye for some reason. But I do suggest that Connor is a great talker. But of course, sometimes things do get a little bit difficult in the world and things can be tough. If you or someone you know may need someone to talk to, I suggest hitting up Beyond Blue at 1300 224 636, Kids Helpline at 1800 55 1800, or QLive Helpline at 1800-184-527.
0: Welcome to Sin, if you've not been here before. or Welcome back, if you have. I am Dem, I am joined tonight by Jacob, Max, and Tom, and we are jumping into some tasty video game news. So I will jump straight in. First up, Pokemon Presents has brought us some fantastic news, including Alola for Pokemon Go, Pokemon Masters EX celebrating 2.5 years, Pokemon Cafe Remix, Pokemon Unite getting a full, getting full Fury Battles, that was a mouthful, and Shaman for Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, as well as an update for Arceus and a brand new generation, Generation 9 for Pokemon. The US Pentagon is claiming that Generation Z is... Too brittle boned for anything to do with boot camp because they are the Nintendo generation. Interesting choice of words there, considering Nintendo's been popular since the 80s. Steam Deck reviews are coming in positive, but people are wondering if the short battery life will become a problem. Majora's Mask has been re-released for the fourth time on its fifth console since its initial release in 2000. It is now available on the Wii, Wii U, Nintendo 64, GameCube and Switch and is the most accessible version of the game. With very few issues for speedrunners, it could be the future of running for the game. Ukrainian war footage has been found to be misleading and incorrect, having been found to be from video games please make sure that the content you are engaging with online is real by checking audio matches or locations. Check out. This has been a big issue because a lot of games have been, a lot of gaming footage has been falsified as Ukrainian war footage. It's been a bit of a problem and it's kind of, it's kind of cool. If I'm honest, uh, Sid Mears of civilizations, uh, the civilization series has pointed out that video game companies could lose their audiences if they focus too much on monetization. He says, if the core, just is not there with a the good gameplay, then the game itself will not work. Kazumasu Habu has revealed that Digimon Team is positively considering a remake of the 1999 DID game Digimon World. No COD game has been confirmed for 2022, as in, the, a COD game has not, no, no, there is no COD game confirmed for this year that if that was confusing the numbers are in and uncharted has survived the video game movie curse tallying over 220 million dollars internationally before opening even opening in china on march 14th Uh, The PS3 peripheral support system has been concluded in Japan, meaning you'll be not able to repair the latest PS3 or its peripherals with Sony in Japan. Hopefully the PS5 will become more accessible soon. And finally, Starbomb has announced a three-volume vinyl collector's edition box that you can listen to, and you can listen to a sneaky peek of Ninja Brian giving us the heads up on this from our interview with him. Uh, in from 2021 in July it's really fun it's in our link tree on Instagram you should check it out but for now we should jump over to some new releases hey Max what have we got
1: well we've actually got a few exciting new releases this week Um, first and foremost the DLC for Assassin's Creed Valhalla Dawn of Ragnarok which looks to be quite an exciting and uh, promising expansion for the base game, which will be releasing on PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One on March 10th. Um, Also on March 10th, there'll be Distant Worlds 2, which will be just releasing on the PC. Um, There will also be Submerged Hidden Depths on the PC, PS5, Xbox, PS4. Uh, And there'll also be Time Loader on PS4, Xbox Switch, And last but not least on March 10th will be Workshop Simulator, which I know everyone's just really can't wait to get to, which will be on the PC, PS4 and Xbox. Um, And then the following day on March 11th, there will be Hack, uh, GU Last Recode on the Switch. And then WWE 2K22 on PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4 and Xbox One. And now after that mouthful, uh, the Steam Deck. We're gonna talk all about it um, because unsurprisingly there's been a few issues um yeah
0: a handheld with problems what thank god it has a backlight guys thank god it has a backlight that's all i can say
3: the future is here (laughs) more than some it's more than some yeah
0: so as we said in our news earlier tonight folks the big issue comes down to a couple of buggy situations with the somewhat unfinished parts of the software. We're getting this information from uh, reviewers in the States, uh, in the United States of America. If that wasn't clear, hopefully it's clear because I've said the United States, anyway. Uh, because it's not actually available in Australia and it won't be for, we don't know when. So uh, if it, I think it was Max, you were saying that it took two years for the Steam headset to make it down here?
1: Um, I didn't say that, but I'll take credit for it. Um, okay, yeah, cool, it, yeah. t- t- it took about like, yeah, two years, I think, for Phelps. Um, I don't even know what the VR thing's called because they made like, I, don't many of them.
2: I used to have
1: a gmail
2: alert set so i had an australia valve and index and every day i'd wake up and be like oh okay let's check if it's finally coming to australia for two years i just get some random emails about like word combos i remember the first day it was about oprah and australia and like water valves and i was just i was not having it oh my I'm god all that <laughs> Max took that credit from me. I'll have you know. Gabe, I
0: apologize. If I do. If
2: you're a listener. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, don't ever forget. i never forget you. <laughs>
0: I'm going to cut you short there, Tom. Love you, but. Uh, so the, the main issue being that Steam products don't often come to Australia in a timely fashion. It took two years for the Steam headset to make it down here. Uh, when it finally did, uh, it was a bit out of date. Let's be frank. But it's exciting for those people who are waiting for it. Uh, other issues with the product in question, the Steam Deck, has been it's two hours or less of battery life. Uh, and the fact that some of the most popular games that were, people were excited to play on the platform just aren't available. It's a tiny little screen about, I think it's about the size of a Switch or slightly bigger. Uh, and it's quite hard to play the, the smaller UI style games. like we're talking a very diverse library on Steam, like a very diverse library. Like we got the AAA games, we have the indie games, and then we have what, you know, Greg from down the road programmed in his basement. So, you know, like it's a bit of a mixed bag so that, you know, it becomes hard to make an all-round user interface that would work for that. Um,
3: I think you also, you mentioned the battery life specifically. I should mention that the battery life as the console comes is pretty bad. I'm looking at a list of games now and GTA Um, is one of the highest running uh, longest battery life games uh, at 60 FPS. You can however lock your system to 30 FPS and that's where you'll get starting to get proper um, battery times with things like GTA 5 running for about 214 minutes Uh, but things like Horizon Zero Dawn and Forza Horizon 5 still don't break two hours. Um, The battery life is going to be an issue but of course if you want to play Uh, something that isn't as heavy Uh, things like Oli Oli World for example on 30 FPS will last you um, almost 400 minutes which is pretty good for a handheld but I think this is an issue that's going to definitely turn people away and I mean it's just it's a handheld for a Steam console you're not going to be able to do any esports on it I'm sorry guys plus we're Australia we don't do esports well most of the time anyway so we We don't we have
0: skilled people it's just as Tom was saying earlier the ping
3: we oh, need to go overseas so to do exact. it. Look, I, I want to mention
2: something. With the, the the Steam Deck, they've blessed us with this opportunity that we can get three different versions, okay? And they all upgrade. And you guys were talking about how the battery life is poor. Let me hit you with some fun facts. The first v- the level has the worst storage. I'm doing the finger quotes, guys. It's got around 50, uh, 64 gigabytes of space. I'll get that right. But to run the next level up, which gives you two hundred and fifty-six gigabytes of space, it's faster. It's actually more energy intensive. So you will have a worse battery life if they haven't compensated for this. I mean, I don't know why they would not or would, like, yeah. So I guess the more you upgrade your, your console, the worse it's going to be for your, uh, like longevity experience. I don't know. That's just so weird for me.
0: Yeah, the performance rate to uh, battery life. I mean, I constantly have to fight with this. I own a Surface Pro laptop and oh. my computer is constantly being like, do I you know want me to some- last an hour or do you want me to like look good? And fabulous news has hit us in the past week with Majora's Mask once again being released as a retro console title. How exciting on Nintendo Switch Online. It's super exciting for many people because the game hasn't really been out there since the Wii version of it and the Wii U version of it, which are both now... Un- or oh, actually the Wii U will be un- inaccessible by like the end of March, but the Wii version is completely inaccessible. And for speed running, this is a big problem because the Wii version is the most tight version of the game with the least number of problems and the easiest, like you can jump in with any controllers and stuff like that. There's less lag, all sorts of things like that. Graphical issues don't really become a problem and it's got good processing power, that kind of stuff. Um, and so there's big talks around the Nintendo Switch online version of the game becoming the dominant running copy of the game. Uh, as it's super accessible to anyone who wants to join, uh, there's minimal issues when it comes to frame rate or processing speeds, uh, and the only real issue that could be a problem is that there's no way to map C right, which doesn't seem like a super big problem, but like C right on Nintendo Switch Online is like apparently a couple. I haven't played it because I haven't played for the extension. Sorry, treat skate over here. Uh, but Apparently, it's a combination of uh, buttons to to do the actual input, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, But apparently with the N64 Pro Controller, it's really good. And it's really authentic to the original game, just with better processing speed. And unlike the Wii U version, you can walk in a straight line, which is exciting. So yeah, uh, what do we think about accessible speedrunning, guys? Would you get into speedrunning a game if it was as accessible as as this?
3: I mean, I'm just down for accessible gaming in general, but making uh, speedrunning easier to uh, get into and making it more accessible, to get into, especially with older games, um, is, a, is a great thing. I know, for example, the Super Mario 64 scene is a really difficult one to get into because you need the right hardware. It's really difficult without um, the right controller setup and everything like that. You just kind of trying to get into a road that's completely blocked off to you um, and that's how it is with a lot of speed running categories where unless you have the exact right stuff you need whether it be an emulated version a particular consoles version or something like that a lot of the time it's just impossible to get into the scene um, and that's due to things like uh, loading times and so on and so on and so on I suggest if you want to know about how big loading times can be have a look at the blue shell. I think it's blue shell yourself category from Mario uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, where that has a completely different um, starting time as to every other run in uh, the Mario Kart 8 Mario Kart 8 Deluxe category at all. Where instead of starting on the one, you know, when it says go, they start uh, where uh, when the game actually loads, uh, and they had to change a lot of this when the actual the speedrun category became official it's super interesting to look into and I think it's big to see that you know these games are becoming more accessible to play and I think the last time we saw Majora's Mask was the 3DS and True. I don't know if that was really speedrun or sped run at all I have no idea off the top of my head
0: fun fact mm-hmm. it's actually it became its own category and it's treated like a completely different game to the original because the changes were so astronomically like gameplay changing when they released the game, but they just decided that it was its own thing, instead of roping it in with uh, other like titles. I'm pretty sure that's pretty standard though, because I think the 3D, the, sorry, not 3DS version, the DS version of Mario 64 had a similar treatment because the changes to the game were so extreme. <laughs> but yeah, it's really interesting. I uh, could be could be seeing some new speedrunners of Majora's Mask, because I think it really was, you just had to jailbreak a Wii, which, you know, that's naughty. You don't do that to your poor Wii. Your Wii is a good egg and it does its job and you've got to treat it with respect. So, you know.
2: It's actually very interesting because the Wii Virtual Console represents like the entire top 50 players, I think, is or even above in the speed running category for Majora's Mask. So it's not a matter of like, oh, you know, a small benefit. Like this is really a high... Like difference of skill that you get out of getting to use the Wii Virtual Console. So having the Nintendo uh, 64 Online Expansion, is that what yep. it's called officially, uh, usable it is interesting for speedrunning. But like in terms of accessibility, I think that that's even more of a curious debate because the Nintendo 64 Online Expansion now. I've been maybe a little bit out of loop with uh, the Switch and that expansion, but how is it going? Has it gotten better? I remember a lot of controversy around it. Does it still actually...
0: Big
1: updates. I was, was going to ask the same thing, actually. Yeah.
3: yeah, apparently there have been major updates to completely fix all of these problems that uh, it started with and launched with, but you know, it shouldn't have launched with those problems anyway. But that's just Nintendo. Speaking yeah. of Nintendo, though,
0: we are talking about Pokemon. As there was recently a Pokemon Direct with many, many, many things that were announced, revealed, and elucidated to us. Very exciting. One of which was a Lola Pokemon arriving in Pokemon Go. An absolute, just exciting time. But how far behind are we in the Pokemon lineup for Pokemon Go? Max, did you have something to say on that?
1: Um, well, yeah, because I I remember when when Pokemon Go first launched um, and when it was really popular back in was it two thousand sixteen? Yep, summer of sixteen. Um, summer summer of sixteen, baby. Um, I remember then they had like they had the original one hundred and fifty. And then they had just like a, a small selection of some of the more popular ones, didn't they? Or was it just the original 150 to start off with? It original released originally with 150. Uh, they did, mm-hmm. I think, before the end of that
3: year, start to trickle in some of the more popular ones from Gen 2. Right.
1: So they, Because I actually don't really know that much about it. They've started to move in most of the Pokemon now, right? actually don't know that
3: much about it. Yeah, so what, what they've had for a while is they'll move in particularly popular ones or ones that have um, promotions around them. Uh, for example, they had the newest movie one, the um, the, the, the one that looks kind of like a monster, the black haired one. Um, that's in the game despite being pretty much brand new. Um, whereas, yeah, they haven't released until now uh, Pokemon from 2016 from sun and moon um it's very i don't want to say it's very telling because there's a lot of pokemon there very much are and if you put them all into the game at once you'd be pretty much just overwhelming players who have been there for a long time and new players as well as saying like hey here's almost 900 almost a thousand pokemon Um, catch them all now it's a lot whereas yeah it is still weird to see them so far behind on this it's, it's a weird mix that I don't know how I'd answer for, answer for Niantic. Um, I, I don't know how I, I'd answer a lot also, of things for Niantic, though. Thoughts on this.
2: So, mm-hmm. when Pokemon, the Alolan version, started to really kick in, Pokemon Go, actually, for all Pokemon that were out, they released the Alolan versions of them. So, we had a lot of Gen 1 Pokemon. Wow, I'm using such jargon right now. For, for, for understanding, the game that came out when Pokemon Go kind of was in its peak popularity uh decided to do some spins on some original pokemon designs and they called them alolan variants and it's kind of like they evolved differently on this island and when that came out some of those original ones were already in pokemon go so they gave us that opportunity to have hey look at these ones that are from the pokemon version of hawaii you know you can have a look at all this stuff and they they were given that like riding the hype train and they've done that again with uh, when we Pokemon went to England, sort of, uh, what they called... Oh, I can't remember what that region was, but uh, they also did the same again when Pokemon went to... Where did it go? Oh, England was the most recent one. Oh. Yeah, Gala. Gala, there you go. Now, um, actually, I, I've got a, got up a list in front of me of all the Pokemon that aren't in the game yet, but their generation has released. And a lot of these are just kind of like weird takes. Like you just have some bugs that are pretty generic or, you know, you have some legendaries. Those make sense that they're not in the game properly yet. And then you have uh, the dead coral Pokemon. Which
0: oh, just, uh, Corsola. Yeah. Dead dead Corsola is an absolute vibe. The the, the soulless like eyes stare. I have a Pokemon card I ran into the other day of um yeah ghost type Corsola it makes my my day every time I see it and then
2: also Kursola, I don't know
0: if that's that's what it's called
2: yeah so it evolves the dead Corsola into a Kursola, which is just it's so sad it makes me it breaks my heart a little bit and then they've also they haven't released the sword Pokemon line it's just a it's a ghost of a sword uh, you know, like, maybe there's some weird decision-making going on behind the scenes for that. Like, that I don't really understand. But I think at the moment what Niantic wants to do is they want to make people feel like they can come back. You know, oh, okay, I haven't played Pokemon Go for ages, but why would I come back? You know, it's just Pokemon. Pokemon hasn't changed. You, you know, if they give you every now and then a generation, maybe they base it off statistics. Maybe they got, like, a little timeline that they've had since 2016. But I don't, those those are my Tom thoughts. Because I'm a Pokemon guy
3: jacob it, that doesn't make sense but it does make sense kind of what you're saying to uh wait a little while for these games to be less relevant oh, sorry m- more older and all that so you can get people who have played them to come back and see those generations because nostalgia is a powerful beast pokemon bank is a thing here's some more pokemon news and well we very recently had a bit of a surprise um pokemon direct that came kind of out of nowhere for pokemon day and on this day oh my god they announced something that honestly surprised me a lot um among a few other things we're getting gen 9 guys pokemon scarlet and violet are on their way this year what
0: what pokemon <laughs> flamenco dress colors no, nah, that didn't work. I don't know. I Pokemon think Pokemon Flamenco one. and
3: Pokemon one. Ball thing. I forget the name of it, but we're going to go with it. Um, Yeah, no, it, it's we got announcements of a new Pokemon game with brand new starters. We have Quaxley, Foucoco, and Sprigatito. Uh, and if you haven't picked up based on the names yet, this is a Spain-based Pokemon region, which is really interesting and really fun. And I'm curious, guys, what, what do we think? Max?
1: Uh, Initial thoughts. Pokemon in Spain, Gen 9, what do we think? My my initial thoughts for Gen 9 is I'm actually a little, like, I'm I'm actually kind of worried about how soon it is after the previous one, especially because Pokemon Sword and Shield, I didn't like at all. I thought it felt completely rushed for pretty much for the holiday period, which is when it released. Um, It felt kind of unfinished and I didn't like it at all. maybe i'm just very negative and don't like anything but um i don't know i'm a little i don't know cautiously optimistic about this one it looks more promising it looks more polished but i don't know what
2: do I you think some big gamer theories on that i and as a big gamer and my theories these this is really relevant okay right now pokemon legends arcus we're all like okay this is cool you know this seems like a step in the right direction but like where is the like the polish to this game and then we get this footage for scarlet and violet and we're like huh there's some of that polish this game was missing i'm thinking was like pla Mm. sort of like a a um a tech demo an inside tech demo and some like person in a suit was like well we still want to release a game in this period of the time how about we just do that we just finish making that into a game while we make scarlet and violet uh, I don't remember who it was. Someone on the Play One team said that this game's been in development since 2019. I and hope so. Yeah. So, like, uh, I mean, I'm I'm very optimistic. Uh, I, I didn't like Pokemon Sword and Shield either. I had fun, <laughs> but I, I felt really soulless at the end of it. I was like, ah, oh, you know, why did I do this? You know, along the way, it didn't feel as worth it. Um, but Legends of Arcus reignited my passion for Pokemon. I'm super excited. I was... You know what? This came out about... 12 or 1 in the morning, I can't remember the time and I was just spamming the chat with some ideas that I had and I was so excited about the idea I hated the Kalos region so much because we come straight out of Black and White 2 and all these like hidden things that are in the game and long routes and all these like they, they pay respect to exploration in that game and like there was a post game and then to go into x and y and there was nothing and i, I remember feeling like i'm like oh okay, it was a post game
3: example. there was
0: a there whole was story swordwood and and sh- but
2: in in x and y
0: yeah, yeah. Kelly, kelly's oh, had
3: no, a whole no,
2: mission in... for looker
0: wait where am i at i did the
2: look mission i remember that okay i i remember kind of being excited for that but what was the train station? It drove me nuts, okay? Oh, every, and, every Pokemon game has the stuff that's not used though. Let's yeah. be honest. What was the power plant, the thermal power plant? It made me angry. I yeah, that, that one. But, yeah, fair yeah. enough. I oh, get, that I, was I get annoying. That. To bring oh. us back to Gen 2, just like at the moment where we're living in the 1920s, you know, I think, what about if we get to go back to Kalos, okay? Redeem Kalos, give that train station purpose. Put me in the thermal plant put me in there (laughs) look
3: i mean i want to say it but i'm not confident because you guys mentioned the time frame before and yeah no if this game releases in november before november 18th i think it is uh which is likely because that's a very good sale period for pokemon uh, and a very common one uh we will have had three main pokemon games three mainline pokemon games release in a year uh which is I honestly think too much Pokemon. I love Pokemon, but that's a lot of Pokemon. Um, And I think one last thing to mention before we move on and shimmy on to our next song, the art style as well. Uh, I don't know if it's been officially announced or not, but the art style seems to be, and I'm hearing rumours that the art style is done by the same team that did Pokemon Snap. So that's pretty bloody exciting. They did pretty well. But you know what else is pretty bloody exciting? I said there's only one, and there's only one best starter pokemon ever and we all have a differing opinion on this but mine's the correct one let's be real and the best starter out there well it's it's mudkip it really is mudkip everyone loves mudkip no I one hates i mudkip. agree with you there actually yeah and like I, I at least when i was growing up if you chose treko you were the weird kid if you chose torchic you were the normie uh, if you chose mudkip you were the cool kid everyone loved you but that's my just that's my opinion. I want to see what other
0: people I feel like thinking. I'm being nagged. Like, oh, okay, this negged. is
2: very interesting. Uh, Jacob sorry, how many friends did you have in front of school? Oh, what's
1: that? <gasps> oh,
2: <laughs> anyway, it's so got brutal not, in that's here. That's not relevant. That's not relevant. Okay, I'm not gonna bring up past beef. Okay. You know, as a Pokemon guy, I'm chill and I'm humble and I keep myself cool in these situations. Mm-hmm. Um no I look I love all like a lot of the starters, and I feel like one amazing thing about Pokemon starters is that they pull from so many design elements, and that they really like brings a lot to the table uh, most of the time. Uh, I was talking slander about uh, the Chikorita line for all our Chikorita fans out there. Don't like it? Think it's really boring? I don't get it. Why it's just a it's just a flat monochromatic dinosaur basically, but not the point. Okay. Uh, I think that best is, is relative. What do, we, what do we mean best? Okay. Competitively speaking, the best is Torchic. Yeah. It is Torchic because there's the yeah. speed boost one that you can get for Pokemon X and Y that then made Blaziken have speed boost and then had a mega evolution with speed boost and it was just kind of nuts. But also, maybe you could make the, 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 the fight for Froki with protein as its hidden ability, where, oh, and also the Ash Bond the Greninja. Sorry, there's just oh, so much stuff. Yeah,
0: competitively, yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, I would say the best would be, like, the one that you loved the most. Why, like, this, I like the idea of going full competitive. We should totally jump into that one day. But I just wanted to say that uh, I have found a real love in Bulbasaur of late. Uh, every time I'm offered a Gen 1 starter, I get a Bulbasaur and I call it Herb. And from there on, I have Herb, the big dinosaur frog dude, who helps me That's through cool. my grassy needs.
2: I normally um, only pick the grass starters, except for Torchic. But Turtwig's my yeah. favourite. Turtwig's my favourite. My home dog, Turtwig. Turtwig's if I'm fantastic. honest,
0: pip- Piplop is my favourite, I would say.
2: And Empolion is, is, is as bussin' as friends would say. Such <laughs> is, a
0: sweet egg.
3: In oh, saying that, we do have a bunch of more sweet eggs to talk about. Of course, we got introduced to three brand new starters. We have... Um, Quaxley, Fococo, and Sprigatito. And guys, I want to know immediately what do we think about these starters? What are our favorite? What do we think we're picking at the moment, personally?
0: Quaxley.
1: Quaxley. Yeah, no, I, I'm
0: I, really I think Quaxley. Quaxley. Quaxley
1: just looks so much more respectable than the other two. One's just a cat, and the other, I don't uh-huh. know. There's been too
3: many people arguing about what he is on the internet. He's
0: chili pepper with a skull for a <laughs> face. <laughs> the
1: he's, he's, he's red totodile to me.
0: But uh, he's the just like, a...
1: like just looks like that kid who bites, you know what I mean? Like there's just...
0: <gasps> yeah, his three teeth. He's
1: yeah, like... it, it's not right. They did they did yeah. what they did with Score Bunny. I
3: know that it's meant to be, you know, a bandage, but it just looks like they've thrown cheese on him again. Mm-hmm. They keep throwing cheese on our starters <laughs> on the and it ones. baffles me.
2: Because they it's melt it... the cheese and melted cheese just is always better. I'm sorry.
3: Not but when I... it's on your Pokemon.
2: I am picking <laughs> the 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 cat. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm very... I'm passionate about grass-type starters. I don't a know cat better not better stand
0: up. Oh, it better not stand That's what I was going to say. It
2: better not stand up. Stay on all fours. Get, 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 get more legs.
0: Get down!
2: Get more legs. Get
1: more legs. Don't be green in cinemas, exactly. please. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Maybe it turns oh. into a spider. Who knows?
2: Man, Are you be fine it's, with it's, that. It's like a tree. <laughs> it's like, whoa, it's a cat. Next stage. Nah. <laughs> it was a tree. And then that's Pokemon, you guys. You know, Pokemon just does that sometimes.
3: It really does, but uh, I'm curious though, that obviously two of the starters are very easy to pick out what they are. One of them's a duck who's also a a sailor in training, I'm guessing, given that it's a blue-footed booby and that's not from Spain or Portugal. uh, It could be a reference to them sailing a lot um, and then actually finding things, which I think is kind of cool. And of course, Sprigotito is, it's it's a reference to Spain using heaps and heaps and heaps of herbs um, and being big on that. So that, that's big for me. But the one that I've seen people arguing is uh, the Snapple-looking dragon. Uh, well, is he an apple? Is he a ghost? Is he a hot pepper? I think I know exactly what he is, but I want to hear what you guys think. What, what do we think he is?
0: I've heard a lot of theories online. Well, I've I heard a couple that were like, he's a chili pepper, but I heard a particular one that was, he's a ghost pepper because fue means fire in Spanish and then coco can mean death. It can mean skull
2: and it's a a prefix for crocodile.
0: yeah so there's Mm. quite a few things it can mean um which makes it very exciting because people are wondering because coco can mean death uh have you seen disney's coco that's what it's about Death. Uh, it's, it's a nice name too because the grandma in that is called coco anyway um not the point, uh, but people are suggesting that this little guy might be a ghost fire type, which is exciting. So, I, I, I don't know. I thought that would be kind
3: it's, of cool. It's a weird time to give us a ghost fire type because we just got the ghost fire type flosion. But another thing to look at with uh, Fuecoco is this would be the first time, in theory, unless um, this Pokemon turns into a snake, uh, that Pokemon oh. is breaking its Chinese zodiac uh, trend with the fire starters. Okay. So, if you don't know, every single fire starter up until seemingly now, uh, has turned into something on the Chinese zodiac. Um of course rabbits, boars, um, dragons and all sorts, they're all on there, but this is the one that really doesn't seem to fit one of those designs, which is an interesting change. It's a also stretch. makes it... it's it a, is a stretch. theory.
2: Because you know why? The second generation, tell me right now which one is Cyndaquil.
0: I've the seen mouse. the rat. No, yeah. but it's yeah,
2: but it's, because it's a fi-
3: it's the fire mouse Pokemon.
2: Only in English. Only in the English version.
0: He's like an ant eater.
2: It's a... Well, he's a honey badger, but...
3: <laughs> Look, I like the idea of it being a Chinese zodiac thing. It's a cool little thing. Can you knows... imagine
0: getting a fire sheep starter? That'd be so cute. I would love a fire sheep as a it starter. A
3: give, give me another sheep that isn't... Honestly, I'm going to annoy people with this. It isn't as boring as Wulu.
0: No! Sheep <laughs> content is only content.
3: Now, Wulu is boring. Mareep's already there and is better but well, I don't know, that's, that's my opinion on that. Hi, I'm Dan Golding, a video game
1: composer of Untitled Goose Game and others. Uh, you're listening to Player One on Sin.
0: And we are still talking about Pokemon folks here on Player One on Sin. My name is Dan, I'm joined by Jacob, Max and Tom. And we are talking again about starter Pokemon and these Gen Niners that have come in and why our little friend Fuecoco does not fit into the Chinese Zodiac. Jacob, take us away.
3: So I've got it up in front of me, and Tom did mention before that it is a theory that's mostly based on the English uh, Pokémon and their releases. So, uh, you know, take everything with a grain of salt here, but Fuecoco seemingly is the first one that would be breaking this trend. So we have uh, Charmander as the dragon, Scorbunny as a rabbit, uh, Litten as a tiger, Cyndaquil as a rat, Tepig as a pig, um, Fennekin as a dog, which is a fair stretch, honestly. Um, we have Torchic as the rooster and Chimcha as the monkey, only leaving a sheep, a horse, a snake, and an ox. I could see an ox just because we're in Spain, and it's similar enough looking to a bull. It'd be a stretch, I think, but it's close enough looking. But snake, uh, snake, sheep, and horse, I, I I can't say it. I think this will break it. jay are you saying
2: that the Foy coco, the little red crocodile looking dinosaur potential thing i mean it's it's confirmed a crocodile is going to turn into an ox maybe a bull
3: i don't know i mean it's we mentioned before po- pokemon
2: likes to throw some weird evolutions out there there used to be a theory that all of the water type starters were based off of weapons which actually is something that has mildly carried on but it's not really and there's also there was the theory that all grass-type starters were based off of prehistoric, uh, like, animal fauna, you know, like, mega-fauna stuff.
0: Oh, um, yeah, like a giant like, frog dinosaur, a giant, yeah, like, a giant megaranium. Dinosaur. A, a, dinosaur, like a dinosaur, a giant dinosaur. Oh, <laughs> a, a dinosaur. Oh, yeah, and a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, hey, I can, see, I the, see,
3: I can see the grass one. The water one throws me off a little bit. I'm curious, what weapon is so, Totodile and what weapon is yeah. Mudkip?
0: According so, to this, it's like a he's... full sailing
1: battleship, and that's got like things guess, on there. Right? Obviously,
2: no? samurai is a like samurai. Samurai, style. yeah. The, the shields, blastoise is a cannon. Um, I don't know what they had for that. Like, I guess a club, maybe because they're like cavemen. The frilligator <laughs> line, um, mudkip. I have no idea. Uh, dirt in your eyes, potentially.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> I have it in front sand. of me, Tom. I love where this is going. I have it in front of me. The theory was uh, steel knuckles for uh, like a war fan for mud kit, the Mudkit line, uh, and, of course, a ninja star or a shuriken for uh, Greninja. And
2: it kind of carries on into the next one a little bit because it goes, uh, like, the next generation, you know, the ballerina yep um,
3: Primarina. yeah uh, uh, yeah oh, yeah, yeah
2: you know that you fight with uh, interpretive dance
3: um <laughs> yeah but the, the, there's a there's a, an archer in that same generation
2: yeah and because uh, it, it's a hunter gatherer there you go prehistoric let's go
3: and then what weapon what weapon does quaxley become?
0: Quaxley <laughs> is a little general.
1: A big general. Very, yeah. very yeah, prim, very
0: proper, very put together. Thank you very much.
1: My, my bit for, for Quaxley, yeah, is it'll be like a full like military sort of general thing. Oh my, my god, mind. if it goes
0: full Digimon with like a, a belt, <laughs> like a, a war belt that comes out of nowhere, it'll be pretty interesting, I reckon. Yeah, I want to see I, him
3: become fire. I'm sorry, not fire. <laughs> water, fighting.
2: <laughs> well, water fighting. Water fighting. Fire could
0: cool. be
1: cool too, as well. It'd be unexpected. Be
3: interesting. <laughs>
0: very
2: interesting the, the, the we could get the cat the the what <laughs> i think there was bigger as well bigger context behind the cat and oh. other than spanish people use herbs in their cooking
3: oh yeah there's definitely more to it but like i was very much just like ah, quick get something out um
0: wow it's really insightful jacob spanish people use herbs oh amazing um on, on the topic of this theory though i think it could be really interesting if we see sprigatito evolve into maybe some kind of uh some kind of saber-toothed yes, lion or tiger or something yeah, <laughs> i think that'd that be theory. really
2: cool that that real yep it's a solid theory i bet people at pokemon headquarters they design they're like hey i've got this really cool design for a start and they throw it out the window it's not a dinosaur
1: it's not a it dinosaur
3: it, as long as it doesn't stand up
1: that's yeah, I'm worried. About, I'm
3: worried about that. I think it's Rule one happen. of yeah. Pokemon now is if it if it, it, it can't stand up. <laughs> don't 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 make like the whole line. line was uh, just like,
2: like stand it. up. They just do this. They are just the semi humanoid <sighs> stuff. And I'm I'm frankly not right.
1: this is Brian Wecht, and you're listening to Player One on Sin.
2: Here on Player One, we're going to be talking a little bit about something that uh it's a little bit intense. It's, it's all over the news. It's a bit uh like. It can be charged and I just want to start this segment first with mentioning that we have helplines you can reach out to with Beyond Blue at 1-300-224-636. Kids Helpline at 1-800-55-1800. life Helpline at 1-800-184-527. Now what we're talking about will be uh, surrounding the current conflict that's going on in, between Russia and Ukraine. And obviously it's very uh, interesting for the world, both saddening, scary, uh, you know, it's taken the eyes of a huge audience and some people are taking advantage of this. And there's some people, uh, journalists, I will say, I'm giving them that benefit.
0: (laughs) Uh, TikTokers at best.
2: Yeah. will be creating content and misleading people by filling the void of no video by using Stuff that is not from the conflict. Now, one specific thing that occurred was from a game. We're Player One. We're talking about video games. Armour 3 had some content used that was labeled as Ukrainian war footage. But it was taken down. Because obviously, it's not that. It's a video game. With, and uh look, I, I, I can't off the top of my head think of any situations where similar things have happened where I've been aware. But... I would like to put this to my PlayOne co-host and even you guys at home. When has something like this ever happened? Do you guys know of like when video games are being used uh, unintentionally or like intentionally misleading by a deceptive party?
3: I don't know how to put it like formally. No, <laughs> i had There have been in the past uses of um, audio from particular games, especially GTA Um, And I know that the, I think it's a current affair in Australia, completely different subject on this one, but they've used um, audio from all sorts of games in any kind of conversation where it's, this game is terrible. This game is terrible. And they use screams from something, uh, something else, but um, not something this serious. I don't think we've ever really seen. Um, Obviously video games in the grand scheme of things are fairly new. Um, And, given how the internet is nowadays, people will do, unfortunately, whatever they can to get those clicks and to get people to look at their TikTok, uh, even if it is just, you know, footage from, like you said, Armor 3. Um, And like, we've all had a bit of a look at the footage and uh, to us, you know, we've got a fairly trained eye when it comes to recognizing a video game, being able to tell what's a video game. It's pretty easy to discern that it's a video game for us, but to the average viewer, Armor 3 doesn't look terrible and can very easily be misconstrued as real footage. Um, I think outside of camera movement and lighting issues, it would have looked real to us anyway. Um, So it's definitely something to be aware of. And, you know, if you've got older folk in the house, people who may not know what this video game looks like or anything like that, definitely do what you can to make sure that they're getting the right sources when it comes to video sources like that. Because... These are showing up everywhere.
0: Agreed. So it's really important when you're seeing these things online, guys, firstly, like really assess why it's there, who's posting it. That's a really good thing. Are they doing it for the clicks? Are they doing it for the likes? check the audio on on things like Instagram and TikTok. There's always audio and it's always labeled. See if it matches the footage. Um, And another good one, which was suggested by the Washington Post was check the locations that are being described on like a Google Maps, like street view situation and see where they are and see if they're real before sharing them to the world. Because one of the greatest things we can do to prevent uh, misinformation is do our research. It's something we should have, we've learned quite a lot of in the last year. Uh, we're getting there. I think we're all getting there. It's just uh, its good that we all spotted this one in time. And please, people, stay safe. Hey, this is Phoebe Watson, and you're listening to Player One. And it's just been revealed that there will be no COD for 2022. Oh, my God. I looked at the calendar, and I was like, how is it 2022? Where did 2021 go? What a wild ride. But with no sequel on the horizon for this game, Phil, at least 2024, we've been told, is this proof that sequel fatigue is setting in for a lot of older titles should is 18 sequels in 18 years too many
3: i think having to do a yearly sequel for anything is a lot it's too much for um definitely something interactive it becomes way way too much and it can just make people burn out of a series i mean we talked about Uh, I believe either the end of last year or this year, I'm not 100% sure off the top of my head, um, that people weren't playing Warzone at all. And they were just saying, we have other games to play. And people are burning out of these games very quickly because it's the same thing every single year. And it shows. People will stick to what was considered the best of the series it releases um, and have memories for those where they just won't for the newer ones. And obviously, if you give people two years to make something, three years to make something, instead of realistically about six months. You get rid of crunch completely. You get rid of this thought process that's going to make people bored whenever you announce the next COD or the next Battlefield at E3. You know, people can actually get excited for a game. They can get excited for a release. That's how Nintendo actually keeps things like Mario relevant, is we don't get a brand new Mario platformer every single year. Feels like it sometimes, but we don't. Um, Same with Zelda. We don't get one every single year. um, And that's why those announcements feel big and special, is because we're not getting burnt out completely on them. And it's just nice to see maybe a bit more care go to the people who actually make the games. So I'm all for less COD every year. I don't know. That's my thought process. What do we think?
2: I I, I found that really interesting, Jacob. I remember us talking about uh, the monthly and daily revenue of Warzone and it being pretty high last year and I think Call of Duty is still rather profitable at this point whereas at the end of 2021 it was speculated that Warzone was generating around 5 million US dollars a day with that 5 million dollars a day US dollars a day and it's speculated around 3 billion dollars all across 2021 you can't argue Call of Duty still profitable
3: oh yeah of course Which it is, is the saddest <laughs> part
2: I think honestly I played Call of Duty uh, Cold War Eh, you know, yeah. I don't know if anyone's played Vanguard, and from my understanding of seeing it on shelves, and I honestly, I think the reason we're not getting a new COD next year might be a little bit to do with the transition of Activision's recent acquisition by Microsoft, and it could mean that Microsoft is trying to just make sure. Oh, okay. You know, we've got a lot of like irons in the fire. Let's just make sure that we're we're streamlining this. We're just gonna start fresh here in 2024 or 2023 2023 and we're just gonna kick back off in there and i i think it's likely we might just get back into having a sequel of cod each year again after that uh not that i want it but i don't know capitalism
0: no totally i think that becomes the real issue though with these games people start asking like what's new do i have to pick it up i've got so much i've got on my plate at the moment." um do i really need to get into this it really just depends on your mood i suppose like your mood ring my lord
2: like i mean how did anyone even fit in having time to play call of duty cold war we're all playing among us like i don't have i don't got no call of duty time left in me
3: but speaking of what what should i do and i won the quiz last week and figured you know what we're gonna write a quiz based on something that's gonna happen in the future. I didn't even think that it would happen but you know I just wrote, wrote a quiz anyway. So here is a quiz and I, I'm curious to see if people get it right or wrong but for those who don't know how the quiz works is I'll ask a question and our contestants here will buzz in with their name, a buzzer that they will test right now. Tom!
1: Damn! <laughs> I'm here.
3: <laughs> He's here. <Man>. Um, <laughs> oh god. Um. Yeah and if they get a question right, They get a point. If they don't, well, too bad. Pass it on to the next person. Whoever gets the most points at the end of the quiz will get to write and do next week's quiz. So that's pretty exciting, guys. Uh, And without further ado, I figure we should just jump right in. And question one is pretty simple. What year was Pokemon X and Y released? Tom. Tom. 2013. It was 2013, right on the money. Let's see if you can keep that moniker of the Pokemon guy. Here's a bit of a larger question. There are points up for grab. I'm going to give everyone two chances to answer this, so we just don't go forever. Name as many Pokemon type combinations that you can that don't exist. Tom.
2: Tom. Okay, we have um, Bug Dragon is one. Yep. Now I'm caught off Grass Fire is another. Um, Mm -hmm. Damn. Oh, I'm so confident. I remember doing this, my own research about this stuff. Well, oh, well I think I'm going to cut you off there with uh, two. Cross Max,
3: Dem, do we want to take a, a shot in the dark?
0: Um
1: Oh,
0: I, I buzzed. You know, you have to buzz yeah, in. To... You have to buzz. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just um-actually do. Um, okay, let me think. Let's see. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw some out uh, until uh, you basically cut me off, um, whether they're I'm right or the not. accept the first
3: two options.
0: Oh, really? That sucks. Okay. Um, let's go with normal ghost and water ice.
1: All right, and Max. Oh, well, I mean, you've you've done most of them. Is normal dragon has that been done? Has it? You've got one more que- uh, one more answer, and oh, I'll tell you more. Um, ah, oh, damn, because you've, you've taken most of them. Um, oh, I actually don't know. Would uh, because I'm think on oh, no, a uh, what about like? Oh, geez, I actually have no clue. What about like dragon and fighting? Has that one been done? Yes, it has. Unfortunately,
3: Max, you didn't get a point there. Dem, you did get a point with Normal Ghost. And Tom was right on the money. You got two points there. Uh, We've got a bit of an even spread here. And we'll go into one more question before we jump straight into the next half and the next song. Pretty simple one. How many Pokemon characters are there in Smash Bros? And I should mention this playable. Dem. Dem.
0: Okay. We have Pikachu, Pichu, Jigglypuff. That's three. We have Pokemon Trainer, who has three other Pokemon within them.
3: I'm counting that as three, so.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm counting that as three, too. Mewtwo. Uh, You're not counting Pokeballs?
3: Nope, only playable characters.
0: The Tiger one from Alola. Uh, Oh my god, there's more. I'm pretty sure there's more. What is the other one? Brain, hello? Are you there? Uh, I'm going to go with nine.
3: Nine. Alright. Max? Tom? Um, oh. do, I,
2: do I name the same that Dem named? i uh,
3: you just gotta name the number. The
2: number? So how oh, many? So are how many, are
3: there? many did Dem
0: do? You're so... paying attention, nobody's gonna tell you. Don't I say. know, I know <laughs> it's not
2: fair. Okay, Pikachu, Pichu, Mewtwo, Jigglypuff, that's four. We also have um uh whatever, the fire cat. We have Greninja, <laughs> we have Lucario, we have, mm, I've already said Mewtwo, Pokemon Training, which is three. That would make 10. I'm going to say.
1: Yeah, I think it's 10.
2: 11. Yeah. I'm going to say 11. That's
3: not 11. It is 10. Max, you got a point.
0: I miscounted. When you it were is... vo- when, uh, when Tom was voicing off the things, I'm like, I said the exact same thing of you and I said three. How did I get that?
2: You missed Lucario and Greninja. I was writing I down. did!
0: Oh.
3: Mm. Um, well done, Max. And with that, we have four more wonderful questions to blast through for this quiz. And just to give a score update, I believe we have Tom on three, Dem on one, and Max on one. So we are, you know, it's anyone's game still. Let's see how we roll. So question four, pretty simple. What Pokemon was originally going to be Ash's partner. Oh, Max. Max. Isn't it, uh,
1: uh, it's Clefairy, isn't
3: it? Yes, it is. Yes. They changed it late, like pretty much last minute uh, because Pikachu, they thought, would appeal to a male audience more than they thought Clefairy would, which is an interesting thing to think about. Um, question five, name as many as you can. I'll give you a point for whatever ones you can hear. What appliances can Rotom take over that you can use oh, in the Dem. games? Oh, Damn. Wait, me? Damn, I didn't hear anyone else. <laughs> uh.
0: Yes, I'm not correcting that one. Uh, Rotom can turn into a fridge, a fan, uh, an oven. I believe he can turn into there's something electric, there's like an electric type one as well that I can't remember what that one is. Uh, and a Pokedex.
3: So three of those are playable within the games. Oh, so yeah. At the, the moment, po- oh,
2: Oh. Tom? Okay, so fridge, fan, oven, lawnmower. Oh, oh, that's huh. it.
3: No, it's not it. Oh, it was one You're one. missing one. Is so it... Dem has three. Tom has one because Tom got them after Dem. Oh, Max, just... can you name the last thing it can turn into? So we have fridge, lawnmower, <laughs> oven, and fan.
0: Oh, I just saw what it is.
3: <laughs> oh. 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 It's not that playable in the game. Oh,
1: wait, is it a lawnmower or a vacuum cleaner? I forgot. So. Well it was a lawnmower, but we've already had that one. Yeah, well then well, I've got no clue. Um oh, I can turn into like No, you've said them all. I was gonna say like an ATM machine, but that's not even I I actually got no clue. It's the washing
0: machine. Yeah. The washing yeah. machine. Rotom wash. But... Soak Tom.
2: I would I would say you could technically play the Rotom bike in and Shield.
3: I'm not taking that, that's a stretch and I'm not going to give it to you because arguably you can play the Pokemon, po- the, the Rotom Pokedex in the same games.
0: I thought you meant like but, any form it could take.
3: Well, either way, you walked away with three points there and we now have four, four, one. So Max, I, I think this might be a bit difficult for you. Question six. How many Pokemon movies are there? Them, Dem.
0: Oh my God, I, I knew this at one point, but they've been, they usually release one a year. By I stopped watching them, the last one I watched was the Hooper one, which I believe was 17. So I think there might be 21.
3: Tom, Max, any guesses? Um, Tom. Tom, 26. Um, Max? Um, I'm
1: like just 23.
3: Max was definitely the closest. There are 24 Pokemon movies. There are 23 uh, animated ones and one live action one, apparently. So that's something to look into. Detective Pikachu? I don't know if that's counted, but it might be. But one last question, something to mix it up with. So Pikachu obviously is the mascot of Pokemon. What is the equivalent to Pikachu in the mascot status? for Digimon called. Dem. Dem.
0: Agumon?
3: It is Agumon. Yes! And with that, Dem sneaks across the line into first on five with a Digimon (laughs) question on the Pokemon quiz.
2: (laughs) hey what's up this is family jewels and you're listening to player one on sen
0: it's the end of our wonderful show but it's okay because we'll be back next week and don't you stress about it because there are plenty of places to see us in the meantime we have the facebook's the twitter's the instagrams the TikToks, the youtubes and then the podcasting formats the omni the apple podcast the google podcast and the spotify we have six episodes of this season already ready to air online and it's very exciting as well as a review of tetris effect by connor and if you're really excited for next week and my chaotic quiz energy, which you should be because it's great that I won't, won because every time I win, uh, Eleni dies inside for how chaotic the quiz ends up being in niche. Uh, and that's fine because it keeps everyone on their toes and ready for more interesting facts about interesting things. Uh, so get keen for that one next week, guys. We've had a wonderful night with you. Uh, friends, family who are with me tonight, Jacob, Max and Tom, do you have final words to say?
3: I think I'm going to continue my trend uh, in the last two weeks of hyping up another show to listen to if you're done with Player One for tonight. Check out, of course, Mosh Pit On Send. Wonderful show if you're into rock music, metal music, or anything like that. They're wonderful folks. I've worked with them in the past, and so have all of Player One. Check them out if you're interested in that. Otherwise, enjoy the rest of your night.
2: You know, this is... Every time, every time we wrap the show, people are like, yo, you got something to say? What...
3: No, I don't know. What, 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 why? <laughs> why What's don't you on? defend your, your title as the what Pokemon if people guy? Want
2: to know what I'm, I, I'm sad. I'm defeated. I'm miserable. I'm currently recording this radio in the corner of the room. They they gave me a little boom arm in between the songs to, so I can do this.
0: Everyone always says hi, Pokemon guy. Nobody ever says how, Pokemon guy. <laughs> They're not even going to say that anymore. <laughs> anyway, Max, how are how, how, how you going? How are you feeling at the end of the show?
1: I've got nothing to say during the show. I've got nothing to say to end it. Like, I've got, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like Tom over here. I'm, I got, I got one for you. Bye. Oh, here we go. Oh
2: no. That was it. Did I say bye to cut
0: out? Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you farted into the mic. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching, people. Uh, you've been listening to Play One on Sin. Keep tuned for our next sol- uh, the next song coming up. Don't know what it is. It's going to be a fun one and any shows that may be coming up next. Enjoy yourselves, people, and enjoy your gaming lifestyles. See you later.